Welcome to Category, Category is. is. I'm Justin. And I'm Maurice. And you're back with us for another week. Yet another week. Yes, I know that last week uh, we didn't have a show uh, because Maurice was away on travel. Yeah, but we're back at you. Out. He got flewed out. <laughs> Intercontinental, baby. Yes. International hoes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back to our show again. Yes. And we want to say happy Pride Month. Yes. And to everyone, we want to celebrate with you guys. Yes, especially the people in Botswana who just got the homosexuality decriminalized. Hey, Botswana! Congratulations! Yes, 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 awesome. And also, be sure if you are in the UK, and also if you're in the US now, because our Attitude magazine um, feature is now across the pond. You can get it at your local Barnes & Noble or any other bookstore yes. that you want. We are in the June 2019 issue, mm-hmm. which is appropriate because it's Pride Month. Attitude Magazine yes. is the most selling gay publication yes. internationally. Yes. That's awesome. It is. So how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Okay. Um, on Saturday, I went down to Baltimore oh. to have brunch, just a quick little brunch with my aunt. Oh, good morning, Baltimore. Um, yes. Um, Are I, you Miss Baltimore Crabs? What? You never saw Hairspray? Yes. Good morning, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Ricky Lake was Yes. Um, so, went down to Baltimore, had mm-hmm. a lovely brunch right on the, um, this cute little Greek restaurant right on oh, the okay. waterfront. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Fells Point, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was super cute. Walked mm-hmm. around, had a good time, came back. Um, you weren't on The Wire? What? You remember that show, The Wire? Yeah, I didn't watch it, though. No, it was too graphic. No, I didn't go there. Too violent. So just did that. Mm-hmm. Went to a barbecue that was interesting and fun on Saturday night. In Baltimore? No, back in Oh, Philly. back here. Okay. Yeah, it was just a day trip. Okay. And then on Sunday, I went to the Pride Parade. Oh. Uh, we had brunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just watched the Pride Parade process okay. down to Penn's Landing. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Odunde afterwards, Ooh. and that was pretty fun. They always have it on the same day, which I find interesting. You know, and as a black gay person, mm-hmm. I feel torn. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because it's just like, you know, there's always black gay pride that mm-hmm. doesn't have a parade, but then there's right. pride. And I still mm-hmm. want to go to the regular pride mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. And um, but when you go to Odunde, there was very few gay people there or at least people with like pride stuff on or rainbows right. or things like that mm-hmm. um in years past but this year i actually saw a few of us i think really? that they were at pride earlier and hopped and over just, to odunde yeah, later yeah. odunde was packed it's, it's on south packed. street it's they need to find hot. a new venue yeah because you really you can't even move or walk mm-hmm. the food lines are like 45 minutes they got fried chicken and fried fish right uh, shea butter stalls right everywhere and for it to be an african festival and i get how the diaspora works <laughs> but for this to be billed as an african yeah. festival mm-hmm. all they have is soul food and caribbean food that's it there was no jollof rice mm-hmm. anywhere <laughs> so i guess uh, but it was a uh, fun time best. but it was nice to go to pride what mm-hmm. i'm finding at least in philadelphia's pride parade is, is that it's becoming a lot more family friendly there was lots really? of families kids uh-huh. young kids out okay and, um, you know, lots of youth, of course. The kids. So how was your weekend, Maurice? Well, so my weekend was action-packed, <laughs> surprisingly. So I've been away um, out of the country for the past 16 days. Wow. And you in a minute. Yeah. So that's why we didn't have our regularly um, scheduled program last week. And like, I'm literally just getting back 
into the States. So this week we're going to do kind of a special episode. So we're not going to get into our usual categories because I just haven't been here. Right. So right. Just, you have no I idea what's going, what's going on. on <laughs> so I went to um, a little travel sitch with my boyfriend. We Aww. went to Rome, Venice, and then we went to Moscow and St. Petersburg. Russia. Russia. Child. Yeah. I try to find out what Mueller could not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then that brings us to our cocktail of the week. Yes, Maurice, tell us what yeah, we drinking. What we drinking tonight? We're drinking a Moscow Mule. And in that is uh, vodka and ginger beer. Lovely. And a lime. Nice. Yeah. It's that drink you get at bars and restaurants yeah, and a little copper, copper cup. Uh, mug. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're just we're having that in uh celebration of my trip yes which was amazing russia ruski yes i'm thinking of um what's her name the katya which one? Oh, the, from the drag queen um, from drag queen but she Katya. wasn't really russian right no no, okay, no. Okay. Was just, that was character. just the character oh, okay. yeah cool all right travel let's hop into our travel special yeah, all right marie so give us a little bit more tea on your trip <laughs> first we went to rome nice. which was my first time in Italy. I've never been in Italy before. And so that was always on like my list of, of countries to visit. And so we went to, we started off in Rome. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was away first. So we kind of met in Rome, like <laughs> at the airport, which is cute. And um, yeah, so then we got into Rome. It was pouring rain, Aww. like which was kind of unseasonal for them. And, you know, we like made it into our Airbnb and like settled in. And then we just wanted to hit the streets basically. And so you could see, and we were like in a very good area. It was very walkable. Rome is like a little different because they do have like the main, um, like streets for like cars and stuff, but a lot of it is very pedestrian Uh and it's like a lot of alleyways and like everywhere you turn is like something interesting to look at. And like the ruins were everywhere. And it was just, like, the history of that place was, like, amazing. Like, I'm a history buff, so I, I loved it. And it was just amazing. Like, the food in Rome, it's beyond. Aww. It was just so good. You know, I'm a foodie. Yeah. I need to get to Italy. You should. I sent you the pictures. Yes. And, like, the pastas were amazing. The pizza was amazing. Did you gain weight? Um, <laughs> I Maybe a few pounds, but I think that, you know, it was just such heavy food because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, like, bread and carbs and it's summertime we usually don't do that for the summer right but you walked a lot yeah we walked about 10 miles a day but we did like the the usual um touristy things in rome we did the Colosseum. um we went to the vatican which nice you know if you've seen um what was it da vinci code yes you know how the the whole plaza with the vatican so we went to 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 see that (laughs) and you know just it was just like the the history of it was just so amazing to me like the city has been around for like thousands of years wow and it's just like seeing the place where um caesar got assassinated and just that's too brute yeah oh and just seeing all of that it was just like amazing to to see and i really really liked it Mm -hmm. um so then we took the like the high-speed train from rome (laughs) to venice which was amazing and their high-speed train was just like it was really good system like it was so smooth even though you're going like 250 miles an hour, mm-hmm. 250 kilometers an hour actually, and so Eight kilometers, yeah. So it was good. <laughs> um, and then Venice, I really didn't like that much. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those places, because, you know, it has all the canals and, like, it's a series yes. of islands. category is gondolas. Yeah. <laughs> but don't take the gondola, because it's, like, $80, 80 euros, mm-hmm. which is maybe, like, 100 and something dollars for, like, a 30-minute ride. So it's not wow. worth it. And then um, it was just, like, very touristy. And we didn't find, like, the local spots until, like, the last day. So mm. we kind of took a wrong turn. Because it's kind of like Rome in that it has, like, a lot of alleys and, like, nothing is really labeled. So you kind of just have to, have to, like, happen upon something. Like the street names aren't labeled? Not really. Because oh, it's, wow. like, it's literally, like, alleyways that you're walking through. So it seems, like, a little unsafe. But, you know, it's, like, they're used to it. Um, so we found, like, we actually, we took a wrong turn once and we found, like, like where they live. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have, like, Venice, which is, like, touristy. It's all, like shopping and restaurants and right. hotels but then i was always thinking like where do like the people who work here the locals live? yeah where do they live and so a lot of them either live on the mainland which you just take the train back and forth or there's like one part on um kind of like one side of the island where if you take like a back street and then make a turn and then make another turn that's where they all live nice so we saw like their apartments and then that's where like their restaurants were and like their bars and their food and it was so amazing cool. over there yeah i wouldn't say they're like because i've heard that in italy they can be pretty racist mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say they were racist i think they're just they just experience a lot of tourists and they kind of don't have time for like americans black americans uh, i wouldn't even say that because there's oh. only like a handful of us <laughs> on the <laughs> island but the one thing about venice is that it's not ada compliant i did not see <laughs> I didn't see, like, one differently abled person the entire time I was really? there. Yeah. Because when you think about it, it's like, how are you going up and down these bridges? Do, like, they do like, Sparta and just throw them off a cliff? Probably. I don't, like, I don't know what. Yeah, like, I don't know <laughs> what they do. Because it's wow. like, I didn't see anyone. And I'm just like, well, there aren't any ramps or there aren't any, like, anything. And there are not any guardrails. So you could just, like, tip over into the right. canal. So I'm just like, maybe there's, they just realize, like, this ain't the place for The place me. to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they just don't That makes even, sense. They don't even fuck with, uh, with Venice like that. Um, the food in Venice was not, it was okay. It wasn't the best. Um, but again, like I said, it was just very touristy. I would say you could do it in, like, a day. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't stay longer in, in Venice if I was anyone. So then we flew from Venice to Moscow. Nice. Yeah. And Moscow, a lot of when I told a lot of my friends I was going to Russia, I was nervous. Everybody was nervous, and I don't know why. You know, I think that there's this whole historical context with Americans from the Cold War mm-hmm. and our views of Russia. Mm-hmm. And you know, we still have Russia PTSD from wow. our latest election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and how I think Russia is depicted in the media. Like mm-hmm. I've always like when you would show me the pictures earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I always viewed Russia to be very, very poor well and like hard mm-hmm, and cold mm-hmm. and like only the strong survive well <laughs> <laughs> like you can tell they're like a proud people like right. they're very proud of their country russia is probably one of the cleanest places i've seen in my life wow so clean moscow has like i want to say like 17 to 20 million people like in the area wow. and I've never seen a city with that many people and it was so clean there was not a speck of trash 
anywhere on the streets. Because they have respect, like you said, of proud mm-hmm. people. They, yeah. they, they care about where yeah. they're at. Yeah, and so it was, it was like, you could definitely tell there was like a stratification of like classes though. Okay. Because you would have like the uber rich, like you would only see luxury vehicles mm. in Moscow. And then you would see like um, the really poor right. too. Like you could just tell they just didn't have like no in between. No in between. Right. Yeah. It was either they were really rich or really poor. We're becoming that way over here. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But Moscow, it's kind of like if you combine L.A., D.C., and New York they into got a one beach? city. Probably somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, the history of it was good. We went to like Red Square. We saw like the um, the Basilica, the Kremlin, like all of that. But my favorite part of of Moscow was actually the subway system. Really? Yeah, it's like ridiculously decorated. Everything is like marble and stone, and Intricate. all these statues. They have these amazing mosaics everywhere. Chandeliers, like again, it was so clean, and it was just looked like something that you know, we would never have over here. Right, yeah. right. Like the Philly subway. Ooh, mm-hmm. child, don't even do it. No. New York subway, no, man. <laughs> DC subway is one of the better probably ones. Probably one of the better ones. The U.S. But it cannot even compare to Moscow's. Right. Yeah, it was just amazing. And then from there, we took the uh, another high-speed train to St. Petersburg, um, mm-hmm. Russia, which, again, super clean city. It's a little bit more um, of the cultural capital okay. of, of Moscow. So they say that um, the cultural capital of Russia, I'm sorry. So they say that um, Moscow is like the heart of Russia. Like it keeps Russia functioning. It's, it's like the, the government. government it's right. the, um, you know, things like that, the military, everything like really um, structured. But St. Petersburg is more of like the soul of, of Russia because it has like bigger um, arts mm-hmm. um, scene, bigger like cultural scene. Right, museums. Just, yeah, yeah. And so um, we went to two of the palaces, Peterhof Palace, and we went to the Catherine Palace. Nice. Yeah, so Peterhof is like the Versailles of Russia. It's like set on the water. He has like these amazing fountains that run without any pumps, which was like, oh, okay, how do you do that? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was just like opulence, opulence opulence and yeah then we spent a few days there and then um after that we went to my boyfriend's home country which was um a chance for me to meet his family nice yeah that's exciting yeah so he's from a small um eastern european country i won't say the name yes but um (laughs) it was good to see like where he's from and like meet his parents right and to give you more of like an understanding of like oh yeah definitely right yeah because i could see like his childhood i could see Mm -hmm. like the things that kind of helped shape who he is today and you know that was like a good thing to see because you know you kind of you think you know someone and then once you see like their family and like where they grew up and how they grew up. So like, formative to who yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate that. And I really, you know, am thankful I got to see like that, that part of him and awesome. part of his life. So that's yeah, lovely. So that. Well, cool. thank you for coming back to America. We missed you just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say I miss, well, mm, 
I miss certain things about the country, but like once you travel, you see that you know it's like a lot going on outside, and you know we could, as Americans and as a country itself, we could learn a lot from traveling from traveling, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, I think Americans are some of the um, not as traveled as other mm-hmm. you know people throughout the right. world. Yeah, I mean we're a lot better than many well, countries. But like in Europe, you know, it's so old there. The countries are small. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Northeast. You can do four countries in Europe in a day. Yeah, you could do four states mm-hmm. over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also have that luxury, mm-hmm. so they can kind of seem more cultured. America's vast and big, well, but it's also like, you know, only 33 percent of Americans have passports. Yeah, yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. travel to me is the biggest mind opener. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, love it. Yeah. And I think the thing about um, being there, and like even in his country, which it's a really small country, but everyone was like effortlessly bilingual. Right. Most people were trilingual. Like his parents speak three languages. Wow. Um, and it was just like, you know, here we struggle with it's English. Right. <laughs> For real. And it's just like, you know, over there, they're just so. I think they're so much more um, kind of exposed to different cultures. Mm-hmm. It was a little interesting because. In Italy, there weren't that many black people. In Russia, there definitely were not. No black people. Yeah. There were like three Africans we kept seeing in, mm-hmm. in Moscow. The same ones? The same ones. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because they were like handing out those flyers for like restaurants. Uh, and so they were all like on the same strip. And it was funny because I was like, how did y'all end up here? There may be refugees. Uh, I don't know. I don't I'm know. like, did y'all get on the wrong plane? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you end up in Russia of all places. It was funny because when they saw me, one of them was like, my brother. <laughs> See, he came over. The diaspora is strong, yeah. like I said. Yeah. That's awesome. It was cute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to continue with our travel special. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the recap on no your trip. No um, We're just going to talk about some of our travel experiences uh, that Maurice and I have had. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to kind of go into some tips and tricks for when you travel. Tips and tricks. Especially because it's summertime now and people are traveling. And you know what? Travel doesn't really matter, you know, that it be international. Like I said right, earlier, yeah. you don't have to have a passport, but it's a, one of the best investments that you can Yeah, get your get $140 together. together. Go get that go picture. Go to CVS. <laughs> get your pictures taken. Right. But it's, it, it's worth its weight mm-hmm. in gold, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's just... Travel, even if you don't have the means to travel internationally, mm-hmm. travel outside your state. Travel somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, we travel a lot in summer. So that's why we felt it was important to do yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, but first, we're going to start talking about our own travel experiences yes. before we get into the tips. So uh, one thing I kind of want to discuss mm-hmm. uh, that is important to me is the distinction between travel mm-hmm. and vacation. Right. Okay. Right. So in my mind, travel is what you just did in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. It is a cultural experience. Mm-hmm. It's lots of walking, mm-hmm. museums, mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. lots of photos, an itinerary. Yeah, basically. Because you're there for a limited amount Short of time. Short amount of time. You want to see as and, much as you can. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I travel, I kind of look at it like, you know what, this world is so big, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the same place twice. Unless it has right. some sentimental well, meaning or there's certain exceptions. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, Twice and I'm good, mm-hmm. but I I kind of when I when I travel mm-hmm. I treat it like this is the only time I'm gonna be here. I want to pack everything yeah. that I possibly can yeah. in to maximize yeah. that trip. Mm-hmm. Like I was in Spain earlier this year, mm-hmm. and it was a loaded trip. Up every day at early, mm-hmm. out before nine, out, yeah. 
back late at night, mm-hmm. and it's just exhausting. It you can need, be. That's when they say you need a vacation from your vacation. <laughs> no, yeah. you need a vacation from, from travel. travel. Yeah, I agree so, with that. So to me, travel is really important because mm-hmm. that's when you get to see the sights yeah. and, and do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can vacation in Europe, but I feel like most of Europe is travel. It's travel because every city has, like, the things you have to see. It's not like, you know, you can just sit somewhere on the beach right. or something. So, like, even in um, – so we were in St. Petersburg, and it happened to be the White Nights season. The sun wouldn't go wouldn't go down mm. until, like – 12.30, 1 wow. a.m. Yeah, and then it's back up at 3 a.m. Right. Did that throw off your body clock? Um, yeah, because we were, like, walking around. We had dinner at, like, 10 p.m., mm-hmm. and it's so bright outside, you think it's the afternoon. Right. And so by the time um, we would, like, look at our watches, like, oh, shit, it's 11.30, and we're still, like, out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, like... But still, it gave you the opportunity to see more because all the museums were open late. Everything was, you know, still popping. Right. And it felt so safe because it's daylight. It's daylight. What you going to do? Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I really feel like travel is important, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, then there's vacation. Right. And vacation oftentimes happens in the Caribbean Mm -hmm. or Mexico. (laughs) No, no, no. Mm-hmm. For at least, at least for Americans mm-hmm. here, I'm sure that Europeans might vacation in no, some they, Greek islands no. and stuff. Well, true. And they, they go here, yeah. but for at least as Americans, I feel like we vacation in the Caribbean and in Mexico, Jamaica, and that's it. Dominican Republic, <laughs> yes. Puerto Punta Rico, no, nah, they won't go to Puerto Rico. Cancun. That's too domestic. Right, but I'm just saying, like you know, that's when you go. It's all inclusive. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about anything, money, because mm-hmm. you've paid everything up front. Yeah. But it's crazy now because there's been a lot of things happening. I, I don't know if you know because you've been gone. Mm-hmm. But basically, a lot of people uh, have been dying in Cancun at the Ooh, resorts. Yeah, in the I saw in Dominican Republic. Republic, like four yeah. people died. Yeah, because they're drinking the, the 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 soda that's in the the mamawana. No, in the refrigerator oh. in the room. And they died from that? It had bleach and, and stuff in it. <laughs> right. And then there was another Ooh, couple that went down the there. Then there was another couple that went down there for mm-hmm. their anniversary, a black couple. Mm-hmm. And they were like in the, I want to say their mid-50s. Okay. And they went down there for an anniversary, mm-hmm. and they both woke up with like respiratory failure. Well, they didn't wake up. Oh. That was the thing. Wow. But they both were found uh-huh. dead. And the coroner came in and said it was respiratory failure, but then uh. noted it as natural causes. Now, I don't know about this, but how do two people mm-hmm. die at the same time of natural causes? I mean, it happens. I think, <laughs> I think that there must have been something wrong with the carbon monoxide in their sleep, and they probably just uh, didn't wake up. But again, yeah. why are all these things happening? People are actually mm-hmm. canceling their trips. And you know, I think last summer, was it? Like, they were, a lot of the Mexican resorts are putting uh, fake, like, not the real liquor that matched the bottle. They were, like, diluting um, it or putting yeah, bad, cheap it. liquor. Yeah, yeah. And that's true, because when I went to Mexico for mm-hmm. my sister's wedding two years ago, mm-hmm. it was all-inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really nice resort. The mm-hmm. food was all gourmet, amazing food. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, I did not have a buzz that entire trip. And really? I drank from sunup to sundown. Yeah. And I couldn't catch a buzz. Yeah. Uh. But, again, when you no, do see, that, that's vacation. You got to tip the bartender $20 on the first day. Because we did that at the resort we went to mm-hmm. in Mexico, and I think his name was Manuel <laughs> or Miguel. I do not know. But Messy. Um, we tipped him $20 the first day, and he hooked us up mm-hmm. the entire time. Right. And we went to a nice resort, too. Right. 
Now, it's quite, you can also have mixed trips. For example, well, like I was most recently in Cuba and we were in Havana, mm-hmm. and that's a cult, there's lots, that's a cultural center. Mm-hmm. There's lots of churches, things to do and see in Havana. Mm-hmm. And that's where we stayed. Yeah. But then we went out to like Varadero and we went to, you know, like um, the East Beaches. And we had like a city day where it was jam packed. Mm-hmm. And we had a beach day. Okay. A city day, a beach day. So that was kind of a mixed trip where we got to do both. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, it was still a lot. It was still pretty jam packed. Mm-hmm. But would you say that you prefer travel or vacation? Uh, it depends. It depends because. I do like both. I do like to travel and see the different sites. Um, but sometimes, you know, you do need, like, just a relaxing vacation. Right. So city traveling, I don't, it's, hard to, it's hard to say. It would depend on the destination. Right. And I think that with this trip, it was definitely travel. And I don't think he was – it was our first travel vacation. Right. And I don't think he was kind of expecting – it's rigorous. The level of travel and that I wanted to do, because I had never been to these places. He's probably been He'd to a been, lot of them. He had been to all of them, right? Before, and so, um, you know, it being my first time there, I wanted to see everything. I wanted to eat everything. Because <laughs> you probably ain't gonna go back. At not least for a to, while. At least to Russia. Yeah, not for a while. Right. And that visa is expensive. But I did, you know, want to experience as much as I could. And so that involved a lot of walking. That involved a lot of waiting, you know, in lines to get into these places. And he was not, um, I guess, prepared for that. Right, right. And so, yeah, so it's for me, it's a toss-up because I do enjoy both. I do think that in hindsight we probably should have made like a rest day right. somewhere in You there. have to build it in. Yeah. Especially yeah. for a 16-day trip. It was a long trip. Right. Yeah. I, I much prefer travel. Just, I mean, that fits my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm go, go, go. I can't sit still too long. Right. Like one of my girlfriends, she was just in the Caribbean for 10 days straight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, what did you do? She said, That's I woke up. Uh-huh. She said, I woke up in the afternoon. She said she slept in late, laid in bed, wow. woke up in the afternoon, went mm-hmm. to the beach, laid on the beach, drank a drink, went to dinner, and that's, she said she did nothing. She didn't go to no churches, no museums, mm-hmm. nothing cultural. Mm-hmm. She just relaxed. And she works hard. She needed the break. Okay. But 10 days, my girl? Like, uh uh-uh. Yeah. After two days, I'd be over it. Yeah. Because I just, that's just how I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wired. Yeah. So I much prefer uh, travel. Yeah. We were, when we were in Mexico last summer, we did, it was a vacation, but... I got bored on that resort. Like mm-hmm. I was like, it's only so much tequila I can drink. Right. And <laughs> it's only so much I can lay up at this pool. I so, can lay up at home. Right. And so it was like, okay, well, we need to go and do something. Right. So every couple days, we plan to like do something, like go leave the resort and do something. Cool. And that was fine. Like that's a little compromise. Cool. Yeah. So I have the question. What is who is your favorite type of person to travel with? My favorite person? Yeah. Well, you know what? I've I'm pretty I've done some family vacations. I went to Ooh. I went to Spain with my mother and my sister earlier mm-hmm. this year, and um, that was nice. Uh-huh. Uh, but we did have some tensions because it's family, mm-hmm. and you know it just it is what it is. And it was three of us, oh, and I nice. felt like it was two against one, or but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it was still an amazing trip, and I'd mm-hmm. do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only been on one friend trip. Really? Yeah. When we went to uh, Montreal for my birthday last year. Oh, yeah. That's my only friend trip. Really? Well, my only, like, my only international friend trip. Because you went to Vegas that time. Yeah, I've gone to Vegas Vegas. a few times with friends, with Mm -hmm. my girls. 
But that was like my first trip yeah. with, you know, yeah. my guys in an mm-hmm. international situation. I mean, can't as, as international as Canada can be, I well, guess. I mean, you do need a passport. You do. But yeah, we love Canada. We do. Um, that was fun, mm-hmm. but it was, I had some issues with it. Okay. Um, I, my favorite kind of trip of the ones I've experienced to go on mm-hmm. is a vacation. A vacation? A vacation. What's your boo? Oh, okay. And that's what I recently just did in Cuba. Mm. And it was nice because it's like, this is a person that you really just, you know, y'all gel. And that has uh-huh. its own things. But uh-huh. like, if you can go on vacation with your significant other and there's like really no major issues because you're just stuck, mm. you're on the same page in terms of what you want. And you can have romantical moments. Um, and that's nice too. But there's only so much of that you can do. That's true. But I honestly feel like my favorite form of vacation mm-hmm. I haven't had the opportunity to take yet. Mm-hmm. What's that? And that's a solo trip. Oh, you haven't? No. Shut I up. really want to do a solo <laughs> trip. And they say, like, you should do one by a certain age. But yeah. I really do want to travel internationally mm-hmm. and, like, be there by myself mm-hmm. and do my own thing and then travel back home. I mean, I've traveled places by myself and met my friends there that, internationally, no, but not that's not a solo trip. Uh-huh. But I do want to book a solo trip and just yeah. go alone. I you feel should. like it's really important. You should. I've done it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite kind of trip? Uh, no. Or, per, or people to travel with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> on the one hand, it is because you are literally on your own schedule mm-hmm. and you can do whatever you want to do. It's easier to meet people too. Yeah, like I've done solo trips my favorite solo trips um were to toronto because mm-hmm. um, i think it was a time in between um relationships i was very single okay and i had never done an international trip solo by myself uh-huh. and so i was like um i had i think i was talking to my friend dana and she was like oh just do a spa day like right in the in the like do a bed and breakfast in the suburbs or like you know just away from the city and i was no. like mm, i kind of want to do like something a little bit more major than that you want to uproot yourself from your norm yeah and so i was just like i've never traveled internationally by myself i was like so i kind of wanted to do that but you know i had my certain parameters like mm-hmm. i didn't want to go somewhere where I didn't really speak the language right. and I wanted to feel safe. And so I was like, you know, what's a quick, inexpensive trip? I can go for like a long weekend or whatever. Canada. And so <laughs> Canada is like, Toronto is like a 45-minute flight. Yeah. And, I was like, and, a, and the, at that time, the um, the tickets were really cheap. I found like a hotel deal because, you know, I don't pay full price. It's an experience. Right. And you do learn a lot about, you know, can you do it yourself in a brand new city you've never been before? And, you know, you like to have fun. Like, I could go to the bar and just, like, chat with the locals. I could go, you know, on this tour if I want. I could go to this museum when I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, you learn so much about yourself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about travel for work? That's not a vacation. That's not travel. Right. Because you're on somebody else's schedule. On the clock. You're on the clock. And then it se- it sounds more glamorous than it seems. Because mm-hmm. my ex, he used to travel. Or he does travel for work. And sure, I want to come with you. Right. And he was like, okay, cool. So he was going to um, somewhere outside of London. Scotland? We ended up in Scotland. But um, So we, we met in London because he was working somewhere there. It was like over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then the next part of the, the trip his team was traveling to Scotland but it was like out in the country it was way out of the way right 
And like literally, they were on the clock for the whole time because they're there for work. Yeah, they're there for yeah. work. And my, then, my one friend, he went to China mm-hmm. for work, and I was like, "Oh, tell me about what you did." He said, "I ain't seen nothing." Nothing. A train station, <laughs> an airport, and a train station. Right. And that's it. Right. And it's literally like, and they're never really staying like in the city center. They're like way off, like mm-hmm. in the burbs or like right. out in the middle of nowhere. And that's pretty much what he where he was. And the only good part is, like, on the weekends, they can travel. True. You know, in that area. But other than that, it's like, mm-hmm, it's not mm. really traveling. Right. You and know, then you have people that you don't even really like. Right. And it's always, like, these dinners and these. It was just a lot of time spent with people you don't want to spend time with. Like, right. if it's your regular coworkers in the U.S., you're not going to be sitting here, you know, going to this lunch, going to this dinner, going to this after, you know. I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I would not be right. down for it, but my favorite type of um, person to travel with it like it, it depends on the vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, so va- vacation, of course, a vacation is always nice. Right. We did um, like those nine days in Mexico, which was a lot for one resort. But mm-hmm. like I said, we broke it up. Right. Um, to travel, like see the sights, my road dog Trina, any day of the week. Right. Because we're all, we're like the same mentality. We want to see everything. We want to experience everything we want to you know go to this restaurant try this wine try this try that try everything that yeah. we can like in the amount of time that we're in yeah. there and see your china is my john yeah and y'all are on the same page same y'all like the same things yeah it's awesome yeah and then i like her because she likes to challenge um me to try new things and so there's a lot of things like if i was there by myself or i was there with anybody else i would, probably wouldn't do those right things. but you know she's like let's try this let's try that and you know it's just so much more fun when you're with someone who's like on your wavelength right and they know you mm-hmm. and you can just laugh and just that heightens the experience for me right. so um we went to London and Paris together Lovely. first. Yeah, so we had like an amazing time there. And then most recently, we went to um, we went to Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that wasn't like, just you too. It was a group trip, and we'll get into group trips a little bit later. Yes. <laughs> on in the podcast. Didn't y'all go on a ski trip too? Oh yeah, and we went on that ghetto ski trip. Ooh, child, <laughs> we know black folks on ski trips. Yes. So yes. It was the best. So tell me, what are some of your favorite cities to visit? Ooh, um. Well, you know, I love Toronto. I was like this close to moving there. Mm-hmm. Toronto is one of my is my favorite North American city. Yeah, London is always a fave mm-hmm. for me because I just love London. And of I'm course, you're an anglophile. Yeah, yeah. And my girl, the Duchess of mm-hmm. Sussex, is there. And Any domestic cities that you'd like to travel to? No. Ooh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like internationally, Toronto, London. Budapest is really a nice city, and I mm. do want to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably uh, Thessaloniki, Greece, which is is more on the mainland. Right. It's not like Mykonos or Santorini. It's it's mainland Greece. It's like the second largest city in Greece. Nice. But they have like these um, really amazing beaches and things around there. So I would okay. say that would be like my third. Okay. Third one. What about you? My favorite city to visit is Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um. Montreal's also lovely. If you mm-hmm. want, if, if you live in the Northeast and you want a quick little trip yeah. to give you a European vibe, flavor, flavor mm-hmm. go to Montreal. Yeah, um, it's it's nice. Um, I, but when I travel domestically, like I'll go to New York 
New York mm-hmm. is exhausting. Yeah, it's too much. And I've, I always feel like I have 100 people to see when I'm in New York mm-hmm. and it's 100 things to do and it's, mm-hmm. I always come back tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, DC's, I like DC, yeah. it's cute. Um, I'm not a big West Coast person. I mean, I love San Francisco. San, Fr- yeah. San, San Francisco is my mm-hmm. favorite city it's on the West. Expensive, though. Uh, but I mean, the visit, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that um, I like to visit the littler cities. Littler, look at me. Smaller cities in the US. Okay, like, like in such as? Like, I like to go to, like, Annapolis, Maryland. It's Ooh, super cute. Girl. Or new, I was just recently in Newport, Rhode Island. Super cute. Oh. These small little enclaves, oh. the smaller little towns, mm-hmm. I feel like are little gems. Okay. And I really like to travel to those places. <laughs> so when you're going to these places, how do you prepare for your travel? It just depends on the kind of trip. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if I'm going on a weekend trip, I love mm-hmm. to consult New York Times, 36 hours. They have, like, this series of, like, 36 hours in all these different cities. And that's just a great little primer to give you an idea. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Primer of, you know, what there is Uh to do or just like the highlights. I don't like those because they're a little contrived. They are contrived. They're like the money diaries on Refinery29. Oh, let's not even get started on those. All right. Um, But, you know, what I do do is I really kind of go on. TripAdvisor is always a great resource, Mm -hmm. but Uh it's also like the Yelp of trips, right? Because people have different expectations, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people just go on there to vent. Basically, right. I really like to just um, also use the Instagram Explore. I'll just do hashtag wherever I'm going. Mm -hmm. And and that's a good way to figure out what the locals do on the Instagram app. And that's a good way to utilize that for travel. I also um, go to Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia. That's a great place to start because yes. you get to learn about the climate, the, the history, history, like the must-dos. Yeah. That's a really good resource mm-hmm. for travel. And also just like talking to other people, mm-hmm. especially other people who've gone to those places before. Um, find out, like, you know. I don't really do that. But like, for example, if I went to Venice, I've never been to Venice. Mm-hmm. If I went to Venice, I'd be on the gondola thing. But you just no, told you me. you <laughs> <laughs> You should not. That thing is expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think just talking to people about their experiences. Okay. Like people you know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, people okay. that you actually okay. know. Okay, okay. And like, you know, what they did there. Mm-hmm. Um, another great resource is if you know someone mm-hmm. locally there, that's the best tour guide. Ooh, how you meet them? Well, we can get to that later <laughs> on the show. But no, like, for example, like, I mean, it's a, it's a great big world, but it's also yeah. a small world. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a friend of a friend, you mm-hmm. know? No, I, I've done that you before. Do? Okay. Yeah, like a friend of a friend. I've mm-hmm. never met them, but I get there, and they're like, oh, hey, well, we have this common connection through mm-hmm. this third person, yeah. and boom. Okay, okay. So that's how I prepare for a trip in terms of the things that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But I always have um, – my itinerary is not, like, time-stamped. No? It depends on the day. Okay. If, like, if there's a function or a yeah. show okay. or something that starts at a hard time, mm-hmm. then that day will usually be time-stamped because okay. we need to get all these things done within the time frame. Right, right. But it's like a loose, mm-hmm. this is the thing we must do today, mm-hmm. this is something I'd like to do today, and this mm-hmm. is something that would be cool to do today, but if not, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. How about you? Um, kind of the same. I do put my folders together. <laughs> and y'all be, you still use paper. I do. Y'all be, well, sometimes I use the, um, the Notes app on the iPhone, but y'all be coming from my folders. But I like to do my research, and I like to kind of get a sense of the history of the places that I'm going. So I love Wikipedia for that. I stay, you know, I, I will do like, a, you know how like on YouTube they have those those travel things. It's kind of like, like you said, like the 
two days in right. Venice or mm-hmm. two days in Rome or things like that. And so if you're on like a really tight um, time schedule, those are helpful because you kind of hit the highlights of the city. Oh, yeah, YouTube's amazing. I follow yeah. Nate and Kara. Mm, or Kara and Nate. I don't follow the YouTube people because they're also paid to do this. They're stuff. influencers, and right. So I don't really take their recommendations like seriously yeah because i'm like you got flued out there (laughs) you're staying somewhere for free and these people told you that you should say this this, isn't this so um that's one thing but yeah i do like to i'll look at it but i don't pay like as much attention to it and then so like if if it's a travel vacation then i'll you know i do want to hit the highlights of the city if it's just a you know destination vacation we're just going to be sitting in this on this resort for it's planned you know a few days and that's that's different too but mm-hmm. do you, i'd like to do my research and right. learn about where i'm going yeah. yeah it also depends like i'm going to key west to see my best friend john mm-hmm. uh fourth of july oh, okay and literally he i mean he lives there yeah so i plan nothing no he's simply a whole itinerary but he i'm his guest he's mm-hmm. showing me his city yeah or town yeah. or what or island or whatever yeah. <laughs> but like that's I feel like that's going to be somewhat of a vacation, but we still have, like, stuff to do. Especially knowing John. He's very... Mm-hmm. There is time. There are timestamps. Okay. Cool. So tell me about your packing style. Okay? Because I feel like we're going to be very different. Yeah, we are. So I pack very efficiently. And when I... Sh- I sent you the picture of my um, latest trip, right? I was shocked and amazed. And 16 days? 16 Where? days. And I had enough... Well, so I had, I like to pack so that multiple things go with, um, so like multiple tops go with like multiple bottoms. Right, multiple interchangeable. Or, yeah. And I like to dress, um, not monochromatically, but mm-hmm. like solid colors. Right. And so I can wear these three tops with, you know, like this one pair of pants, this one pair of shorts, or I can wear this pair of shorts can go with, you know, just like multiple things. Mm-hmm. And so when I <laughs> packed for this trip, I laid everything out on the bed, and I was like, okay, you know, these are the options. I can go with this. These are the options I can go with this. And literally, I had a multitude of outfits, and only half of my suitcase was filled up. Wow. You could have did this trip <laughs> in a carry-on. Basically. That's insane. Like, I should have. And I sent this picture to my boyfriend, because like I said, he was away um, uh, before this. And so he was like, that's all that you're taking? I was like, yes. And he's like, oh, well, can you bring me this and bring me that? Right. So I filled up the other half of my suitcase with stuff that he wanted me to wow. bring on this trip. Even my brothers, they make fun of me because they're like, "You, how can you pack for, like, a trip? Like, we would take weekends away, like, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And literally, I would either have just my, my book sack, like, my backpack, or, like, a very small duffel bag. And I can pull, like, books and looks and looks out of this one bag. I don't know. Because remember we went to Montreal, and yeah. I had all of that stuff in a duffel bag. In a duffel bag. Yeah. What did I have? I think I checked the you bag in Montreal. A, yeah, you had a yeah, lot Yeah, I checked stuff. the bag. Yeah. But see, my packing style is, I go... It's very different. ...on vacation for the looks. Yeah. And I mean, when I, for example, when I went to Montreal or to Iceland, mm-hmm. those were cold climates, so I needed mm-hmm. to pack really heavy things. That's different. Yeah. So I did have some interchangeable things, but I still turned looks in Iceland. I had ponchos, I, I had boots, hats, yeah. gloves, scarves... You know, vests, all that. But I, I, I have certain statement pieces. Uh-huh. Now, when I'm going on a resort vacation or a tropical vacation, it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be a resort. I like resort wear. <laughs> I know no one does resort wear, no. but I do. But 
I will pack, usually, especially in a hotter climate, mm-hmm. I'll pack three outfits per day. No, it's too much. And when I go on vacation, I never wear the same thing twice. That's I'm, the problem. I never yeah. wear one. I just went to Cuba, mm-hmm. and I took three pairs of white linen pants. Why? Because one was tight, one was loose, and mm-hmm. one was like... In between. And one was off. There was two loose ones. One was a pure white, one was off-white, and then I had my tight no, white one. So, like, that's... I like to take options, but... I think you pack outfits. Yeah, I pack, like, I pack, pack full looks. This shirt can only go with these pants, can yes. only go with these shoes. Yes. Whereas... I do lookbooks for my vacations. Yeah, and that's a lot. Like that's, I mean, down to the accessories, down to the mm-hmm, shoes, scarves, yeah. everything. You'd be doing the most. Um, you know, for example, when I go on resort vacations, let's mm-hmm. say it's a seven days, I'm bringing 14 swimsuits. <laughs> because Why? Because there's, there are beach swimsuits and there are poolside swimsuits. Oh, and nice. then there are some swimsuits that are not even supposed to get wet. Right, See, that's true. like, so I, I, I bring... No, that's too much. When, when people travel for more than three days mm-hmm. and are able to bring a, you know, a, a carry-on, mm-hmm. I'm just shocked and amazed. Because... yeah. I cannot. I, I I cannot. Like we're taking a trip soon. I'm checking a bag. <laughs> I'm not. But I just. I don't like care at all. Because you know shit. what I hate mm-hmm. is when I get to a place and I feel like I don't have what I need, and then I have to go out and well, buy things. And it's just like, but I have that at home. And it's whatever I buy here is not going to be as nice as what I have or I've curated for my closet. But I also, for me, half the fun in travel uh-huh. is the looks. So that's you know how I pack. I always, my, my bag is always 50 pounds when I get to the airport. <laughs> I have no room to bring things to back. Pay extra but for that. yeah, that's how, no, I mean, that's I, how I pack. Yeah. I'm so different because I like to pack light. I'm not the bag lady. Mm-hmm. And it's funny when I went to Cuba, uh-huh. I had, um, I think five hats. <laughs> no, no, I had, I had six hats. Why? And I thought, because I had like my, my, my Panama hat, I had uh-uh. a different big brim hat, I had a fedora, I had baseball, I had all these different hats to go with all my Do looks. The most. And then I had, I mean, I think I had a, my carry on bag was a bag of bags. Because I had bags, and the bags were filled with scarves. Like, who takes scarves to Cuba? It's hot. Right. But it's hot. I, I like the light, you know, lighter mm-hmm. scarves. Mm-hmm. But I felt so ghetto because I was like holding my 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 hats mm-hmm. on the plane. Oh. I was like, you know, here I'm a ghetto bitch. Yeah. I need a hat box. Oh, like, man. how am I traveling with resort yeah. looks? Six hats for a a five day trip. Right. But don't have no hat box. <laughs> you broke bitch. Right. So I'm going to give me a hat box. You should for your next trip. I don't yes. know. I just don't like being burdened by all of that because you have to carry it. You have to take it with you wherever you go. And so even with so with this trip that we went on, I was like, I knew it was so many days in so many different cities that I didn't mm-hmm. want to be lugging all of that around oh. and dealing will, with all of that. I will lug it. Mm-mm, I'm good. I'm good on that. So speaking of my, the last question I have is, what is more important to you, the good having a good flight mm-hmm. or having a good uh, place to stay? Absolutely, accommodations are most important. Okay, now don't get me wrong. I love flying first class. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when you flew first class, I, okay. Well, the first time I flew first class was with you, actually. Okay, remember we went yes, to Canada yes, a couple yes, years yes, ago. Yes. Uh-huh. We got called to the front. I thought we was <laughs> I thought in trouble. We were getting- Ejected from I was like, the Maurice, plane. what you do? They were like, you can sit in first class. I was just like, oh, We shit. were so hyped. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've flown to first class before, and it's nice, but I'm the kind of person, I'm asleep before the plane takes off. You are. And I don't wake up until, like, we at the gate. Mm-hmm. So for me, 
to spend all that money on an experience where I'm going to sleep anyway. Yeah. It's just not like, worth it. yeah, I, I mean, I flew first class recently and I didn't even get anything to drink because I was asleep before they even came around. First class. Don't worry about that. Only time I would really prioritize uh, for, you know, really good flight. Mm hmm. Business class or first class mm -hmm. is if it's an eight-hour flight or more. Yeah. Because about, I mean, I can sleep for eight hours, mm -hmm. but after that, you start to get a little stir crazy. And could yeah. you imagine like a twenty-two-hour flight to like Thailand no, or something? No, you need first class. And coach, no, you need first class. Yeah. It's more important for me that mm -hmm. when I get to my destination, I'm at a safe, clean, mm -hmm. and preferably aesthetically pleasing accommodation. Okay. Uh, so the hotel, the resort, because mm -hmm. that's the actual experience yeah, of the vacation yeah. mm -hmm. even the airbnb mm -hmm. like it, it, it just needs to be cute or, yeah. or hotelish yeah, or just yeah. luxury mm -hmm. or feel nice mm -hmm. you don't want to feel like you're living in lesser accommodations mm -hmm. than what you are at home accustomed to right or accustomed to. yeah yeah i agree um so my boyfriend he loves a good flight like he will obsess over like down to what type of plane oh, that the flight is going to be on. And he will like spend hours like looking for the, the perfect plane experience. And I'm just like, that's so small a part of the entire trip. Right. That it really doesn't matter as much to me um, until. So yeah, on my trip back, I got, um, I was in first class yes. on Lufthansa. And that's a long flight. It was like a over eight hour flight. Mm -hmm. And so... That was my first time having like that much space on a plane, and to me, um, and you're tall. I'm I'm a tall guy, and even that wasn't it wasn't big enough, but it was more space than I was used to, um, because even when I laid um, the bed all the way down, mm -hmm. it, was, it wasn't like it was a decent amount of space. It wasn't right. like everything I needed, but um, first class was just a little too excessive for me. What like, do you mean? Like, do I need? This flight attendant to come and like set up the table for me and give me a new salt and pepper shaker <laughs> at every single meal. And do I need him to like lay this tablecloth down? Like, I can do that for myself. Right. And it was just like, it was too much. And I do, I did enjoy the champagne and the leg and room. the leg. Room. <laughs> but other than that, it was just like, mm, okay, this is yeah. a bit much. And you see how much those flight, how much more those seats are. Yeah, to me, it's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's Again. not, it's not worth it. But uh, for me, the lodging is the more important because that's mm -hmm. where you're gonna spend the trip a lot of time. Like I do want a, a nice, safe, clean space to lay my head at night. Mm -hmm. Like I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel refreshed when I get up in the morning and I'm going like boom, 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 on to see all these sites. Right. Or even if and you're at a resort, like you want the, like the service of the, you know, yeah, of yeah. the wait staff or mm -hmm. the grounds people or whatever. Yeah, to be amazing. You know, I talk a lot about the resort we went to in Mexico because it was just so beyond everything. Mm -hmm. But that kind of set the bar for... <laughs> right, all inclusive. Yeah, all inclusive from now, from now on. But yeah, like the lodging was amazing. Like there were resorts that... You know, they did. They were probably about the same price level, but the experience we got at this resort was just right. amazing. So I'm more about the lodging. I want it to be, in, you know, in an accessible location. You yeah, know, if it's, a, if it's a travel destination, we can go here, there. We can get on the metro very easily. We can, you know, get to where we want to go very easily. Um, but yeah, I, I prefer good lodging because the flight is just so short. It's so short. Yeah, yeah. It's just getting you there. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, now we're going to get into our tips and tricks, our do's and don'ts <laughs> and do not. of travel. Mm -hmm. 
I'll start with the first do. Okay. The first one is be adventurous. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So, so important. Mm -hmm. You know, I've traveled with some people um, and. Don't name names. I'm not going to name names. Okay. Or or even locations. Oh, okay. Because that might identify certain folks. But I've traveled with some people and. What I feel like is that they're just not all wanderlust. Yeah. They're not one of those people. There's just, I was watching some interview by that guy. Who's the comedian that is the late night show? Trevor Noah. With the oh, fat okay. Ass. With yeah. the big booty. <laughs> he said something about like, you know, now he has the means to travel. He goes to his mom in South Africa. And he's mm-hmm. like, let me, where do you want to go? Anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. And she says, I don't want to go anywhere. Huh? She doesn't like to travel. But what well. she said was, is, you know, some people are flowers and some people are butterflies. <laughs> And she said, it's the job of the butterfly to go out and see the world, uh-huh. but always return to the flower and tell it what it saw. So she said she's a flower and her son okay. is a butterfly. And I get that because Jeez. not all people are up for travel. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. Some people don't travel well. Yeah. Um, but for me, it gets, it's frustrating when, you know, we have the privilege, because I look at travel as a privilege, mm-hmm. to go to a new country. Yeah. And the people are refusing Mm -hmm. and fighting to immerse themselves Mm -hmm. in the experience of that country. They get frustrated when people don't speak English. Well, guess what? You're You're in 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 America. Or English-speaking country. Um, Or they go to that place and they turn their face up at the local food. Mm -hmm. It's like, try it. Or they're just... You know, or the or the or the music, or mm-hmm. they have. My thing is, why travel halfway around the world yeah. to do what you do at home? Yeah, it's yeah. only a week, ten mm-hmm. days, maybe mm-hmm. sixteen. But that, in the span of your life, is such a short amount of yeah. time. Why not fully immerse yourself? Mm-hmm. And I get that people have their limits of immersion. Well, that's true. But I've I've traveled with some folks mm-hmm. who just were like, oh, you know, where's Hard Rock Cafe? <laughs> Where's yeah. the McDonald's Where's at? the McDonald's? And that's what oh they want to eat the entire trip. Yeah. Or they just, you know, don't even want to, they're like, oh, the music, everything's this complaint. Mm-hmm. Oh, the music's weird. Oh, why yeah. do people dress like this? Why do they walk everywhere? Why do they don't speak English? Mm-hmm. Why? And they're just like, why did you come? Yeah. Well, they should go to Moscow because there is like five different KFCs in like a three block radius where we were. It was ridiculous. Wow. It's like Starbucks over there. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, it's really important. Try the local flavors. Try the flavors. You know, I think we're both foodies. Yeah. I When I travel, I don't want to... Well, I think we living in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. a metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different diverse and ethnic foods here. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat cheeseburgers like that I anyway. Don't. Yeah. But best believe I'm not eating a cheeseburger <laughs> when I'm traveling. So I, <laughs> right. I do like to try the local flavors. Uh-huh. And I do like do a lot of research on where do the locals eat, eat yeah. not the tourist traps. The tourist traps, because they're always, yeah. Right. You know, there's certain things like touristy that you have to do, like the Blue Lagoon in Iceland, for example. Okay. But then there's other things that you need to try to find and do a little bit of research mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, also try the local mat. Hey. If, if you're not in a relationship. <laughs> or if you are, if that's your <laughs> that's arrangement. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, I, I find that it's always interesting. I always just look mm-hmm. at how... Like the grooming or the style of dress. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, some countries have, you know, really attractive men. Lots of them do. If you ever go to Greece, child, you might not never come back. Mm, there was a lot of attractive men in Spain. Really? But it was kind of like they was really, really good looking or really, really not. Yeah. It was like no in between. Yeah, it's no in between. <laughs> but in Greece, everybody's good looking. Yeah. Like everybody. Well, all wow. the men, the women, mm, not so much. You ain't checking for them anyway, child. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, be adventurous. And I think I liked, um, like I said, I like traveling with my friend Trina because she likes to try, try different food. 
um, and just different experiences. Like, mm-hmm. go to a bar. Like, go to anywhere to, like, hang with the locals and see, like, how right. they, you know, turn up. Right. And, you know, do it within your limits of safety. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, sometimes that little sense of danger is exciting. Oh, my gosh. Is it ever? Yeah. yeah. It is. Cause I, you know what? It's funny. I go out to other countries. Mm-hmm. And I, not that I get a little loose, but I get a little adventurous. <laughs> where I'm just, I'm walking around, I'm out and about at night. Mm-hmm. And is it the safest thing? No. But like, for example, I was in Madrid with my mom and my mm-hmm. sister earlier this year. And like at nighttime, they were in an Airbnb chilling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm going out. Yeah. And my mom was like, no, it's not safe. I'm like, do you realize I live in Philadelphia? Yeah. Like, you won't be checking for me when I'm out in these Philadelphia <laughs> right. streets. Yeah, you and always just, in those streets. Right. And you know, and I speak Spanish, you know, conversationally. Since when? Since forever, since high school, I've spoken Spanish conversationally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also the universal language. <laughs> body language. Body language at a smile. But <laughs> um, I went out at night, but my mom was like, well, turn on your GPS tracking. And I was like, Ooh, really? You know? <laughs> She's going to see everywhere you went. I, but whatever. I, I travel. I always wander off by myself. That's how I learned the Paris metro system by getting lost and speaking no French. You almost got gut. Right. In Paris, but. But, I mean, you have to try and also try other places. I know mm-hmm. I get a lot of flack from particularly black people. Yeah. Well, one, I, I, I don't mind the cold. I don't either. Well, um, I'd rather be cold than hot. Me too, because mm-hmm. you can only take so much off. Right. You can always put on another mm-hmm. layer. But, like, when we went to Montreal for my birthday that oh, year, God. all my friends are like, why are you going there? It's yeah. cold. Because yeah. my, my birthday, it, it's, it's, in March. It's, it's end of March, mm-hmm. so it's kind of, it could still be very cold. They're like, why are you going to Montreal? We mm-hmm. landed. It was like ice caps everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I went to Iceland, all my friends were like, why would you go there? Really? It was beautiful. I mean, Because Iceland was stunning. like Dubai a few years ago. Right. It was like one of those all hot the black spots. people went. Yeah. But it was just like... I don't know. I ski. So, like, you know, I would actually go on a ski trip and ski. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think that sometimes people get caught up in just, and not that I'm trying to call out any group, but I think a lot of black folk just like to go down to the Caribbean, go to DR, mm-hmm. get their little picture and be cool. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do, it's your money, it's your time. Mm-hmm. But I just think that people should kind of try to expand their horizons in terms of their travel itineraries and locations. Yeah, definitely. Um, What's another do? Be respectful of, like, the local, like, laws and the customs and, you know, whatever they have going on. So mm-hmm. be respectful of the culture of the place that you're going to. And, you know, that goes back to, like, doing your research. Right. And, you know, like I said, Russia was very clean. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go throwing your trash, you know, just on the sidewalks or, like, anything like that. And don't do anything illegal because I have seen Locked Up Abroad. Mm. And don't be like that white boy in North Korea <laughs> or like any of them people. It's all it's always like that girl. She's like, I met this guy. and He was like, if I could just, you know, take this across the border to his friend and you end up in Mexican prison. Right. Uh-uh. No, ma'am. But, yeah, I'll just say, you know, be respectful because, like, you're on vacation, but this is, you know, right. their home. And laws are one thing because I mm-hmm. think, you know. As a global world we live in, laws are pretty much like, you know, you know what's illegal and what's not illegal. Well, but you might need to do some specific research. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in areas of the Caribbean and you're on a gay cruise, Ooh, buggery's man. a crime. Yeah. Like, don't be out there getting caught in the bush 
having <laughs> having the gay sex and the sodomy because you'll Somebody get locked up. Your bush. You know, mm-hmm. but also I think customs is a really really interesting one in mm-hmm. terms of like you know volume and how loud you talk. Yeah. Or. Um, yeah proximity in mm-hmm. terms of space Body, yeah. like in terms of how close Personal you get to people space, yeah. um exchange of money and how you mm-hmm. handle money yeah like don't um, be offended if they put the money on the counter and right. they don't put it in your hand right yeah um also it's just things like you know how to operate on transit mm-hmm. or walking paces and in 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 you know things like that mm-hmm. i think that the thing i find best to do is when I'm in a, another country, I observe how the locals act, mm-hmm. and I just try to c- conform my behavior to theirs. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like, well, if they do it, then it's good. Right, because they're setting the, the, the standard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right. Yeah, yeah. And my last one, I think this is the biggest one for mm-hmm. me, is like to just be flexible. Okay. And so on this trip, we did have a very... Um, packed itinerary with traveling to different places and so mm-hmm. we were only there for a certain amount of time and so you know i'm on the go i want to see everything he couldn't keep up <laughs> after like a couple days so right. we had to have a compromise like okay we're in rome venice we're in st petersburg we're in moscow what are like your two must-sees and these are the things that we have to see you know, while we're here. Right. And the rest can be just open, free mm-hmm. time to wander the city and right. experience the city. Because that's always, you always want to re- leave breathing room mm-hmm. or for, for magic to happen or yeah. serendipity. Yeah. Because if you are tethered to this time frame, mm-hmm. it, it does make this trip a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. It feels like work yeah. instead of like enjoyment yeah. uh-huh. or pleasure. Yeah. So again, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, like again, when I travel, I have one thing that I have to that do that you day. you must see. And I usually do that early in the day. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? You have the rest of the day. You have the rest day. of the day yeah. to just kind of see where you end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of what we what we did. So, like, in um, St. Petersburg especially, we had, like, those two palaces that we wanted to see. They're outside of the city. So we did have to wake up a little early to, like, join the, the tour group. And mm-hmm. then after that, it was like, whatever we wanted to do. Wherever we wanted to go, right. we had the time to do it. And so... We kind of just, you know, did spend a lot of time kind of just wandering, mm-hmm. you know, down different streets, right. sit in this park, have a coffee. Make a memory. Make, yeah. Have a moment. And that's what we did. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Now let's get into these don'ts. This list is rather extensive because <laughs> this is us we're talking about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I want to start with the first one, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, my don't is don't bring your kids. Okay. Well, honestly, it depends on what kind of trip it is. No. But no, no, no. Because if you're going to Disney World, bring your kids. That is That's a child's right. trip. Yeah. Um, and don't bring old folks. At all. I think that you people really need to research where they're going. Yes. And, for example, if you're going to Europe, that's not a good place for people who can't freely ambulate not, or who yeah. need a cane or mm-hmm. a walker or a wheelchair. Or wheelchair. Mm-hmm. That is not the trip for them. Um. Well, they might have, you know, if they had a goal uh, to see it before their dying day, yeah. then they just need they need somebody that's going to push them up and down <laughs> them hills and over them cobblestones. But that's work. But that ain't me, and I ain't going to do it. Right. But also the thing is, is that, you know, kids, you know, kids, Mm-mm. if you're going to a theme park, an amusement park, or a family that's destination, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes people just, you know, 
And when I say kids, I mean like kids 10 and, you know, 12 and under, tween and under. Because mm-hmm. you can give like a teenage, teenagers know how to, pr- to pretty much act. Sometimes. Sometimes. And if you, and that's the age when they're going to remember and mm-hmm. value these cultural experiences right. of travel. Right. I'm talking about much younger children. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the parents just either couldn't get a babysitter or they weren't thinking about this or, child's experience. One, is this child even going to even remember this? They don't remember it. And two, are they going to value it? They won't. Because you're taking them to all these museums mm-hmm. and they're five. Like, no, they just want to play. No, they're and, asleep or they're right. crying and they're making everyone else Or they're being disruptive experience. to other people's yes. experiences. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget one time I was in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand um, Casino. It was about, I, uh-huh. it was about three in the morning uh-huh. and I was drunk. But it's all Las bad. Vegas. Yeah. We was drunk. We was walking through the Turn MGM up. to get somewhere else. We yeah. was, you know, my girlfriends was dressed scantily clad. Mm-hmm. But we in Vegas. Mm-hmm. This is Sin City. Yeah. It's an adult playground. And I think we were just sitting somewhere where my girlfriend was playing some slots. And we was drinking and chit-chatting mm-hmm. about something that happened earlier at some club. Mm-hmm. We were making our way to another club. And I was using some curse words mm-hmm. at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. In Vegas. And this man came up to me, because his children, they were seated nearby on this little bench. Mm-hmm. But they was playing and running around, playing tag and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. Why are these children even up? Okay. And I didn't see no adult with mm-hmm. them. And then I'm cursing, having a private conversation with my friend. And this mm-hmm. guy comes up to me. He's like, stop cursing, stop cursing in front of my damn kids. And he's cursing me out oh. for cursing in front of his children. Mm-hmm. And me high. and him got into a shouting match, because mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. You are, it's Las Vegas. Yeah. It's 3 a.m. What kind of parent are you? Right. Like, now you're trying to impede all my fun mm-hmm. and my drunkenness because mm-hmm. I, now I have to watch your children. I have to watch my mouth around your children. Like, that's not mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I've seen the most children in Las Vegas. I never understood that. It's not necessarily I have a problem with the kids mm-hmm. because they're just being kids. Right. Like, they're an infant, they're a toddler, mm-hmm. they're doing what toddlers do. My problem is the adults the parents that are with them because they are the most indifferent people I have ever seen in my life. Right. They are just ignoring what's going on in front of them. Like I was on the plane to Europe, but so the people sitting next to me, it was a couple and they had a like an infant, an infant, like baby, baby. And this baby was screaming, hollering and everything. But I think the parents had like popped some kind of pill or something because they were knocked the fuck out the entire flight. And we went through a part where it was like a lot of turbulence. And they had the baby like in that bassinet that kind of hangs on the wall. But the flight attendant was coming over trying to wake them up. And they were just like not having not it having at it. all. The baby screaming, hollering, mm. bouncing up and down and during this turbulence. And the flight attendant was just like, fuck it. Like, you know, if your baby falls out, I don't care because it's <laughs> not my kid. But that baby, you know, was screaming and hollering the entire flight. And the parents could not be bothered mm. at all. And I think that it's more the parents who don't have their kids under control, number one. Right. And they just don't, it's like they just don't care. Right. Because, you know, they want to go on the vacation, but you're ruining everyone else's experience. So I think that kids should just not be allowed on planes. I don't think they should be allowed in certain areas, certain venues, because when you're on a plane with a kid, first of all, they get to board first. And it can be like one infant in a group of like 20 people. But mm-hmm. all of y'all got to board first. Like, that's right. not fair. Right. And then I just think that there should be, like, maybe one flight a day with nothing but people and their fucking kids. Or how about a whole airline? That, too. For just, like, 
an airline that doesn't have children on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it should just be, like, a totally kids airline. Like, they got Disney cruises. Right. Make it, like, a Disney airline. Because mm-hmm. all I don't adult be, resorts. Yeah, because I don't want to be bothered with your fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be annoyed by the fact that you can't keep your fucking kids right. in control. I'll never forget one time I was in Mexico at an all-inclusive resort. And mm-hmm. it was a family resort because it was my sister's wedding no, and her kids were there. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't my choice. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to miss her wedding. But there was, there was what you would call the sexy pool. Right. It was really just for laying out and mm-hmm. getting sun and dipping to cool off and getting and out. getting out. Me and my sister go to the sexy pool and mm-hmm. it's overrun with play toys no and, and, and jumping and mm-hmm. screaming and hollering. And we're like, what the hell? Like, this yeah. family took up literally 75% of the seats at the sexy mm-hmm. pool. Yeah. So then we were for, there was a, another big pool, but we wanted to have a quiet, secluded area. Mm-hmm. We would just walk in the resort. So we ended up laying at the kids' pool. So me and my sister... Because there's no kids at the kids' pool. There's no kids at the kids' mm-hmm. pool. We're laying between Dora and Patrick. <laughs> Y'all got some Flintstones. Like, trying to relax. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. Like you said, don't bring the old people. I know that some of these people have, like, a dying wish. They want to see mm-hmm. this before they go. But, girl, you can just get on YouTube <laughs> and call it a day. Cause, Virtual reality. Yeah. Like, you got to push their ass around, like, this entire trip. Mm-mm. And it's hot. And, like, they can't have seat anyway. Right. So, and you also have to worry about medical issues yeah, and things like that. Just be, yeah, be very cognizant yeah. when you're dealing with an older traveler. Mm-hmm. Next tip for you guys. If you watch Sue's Orman. Or is it Susie? Susie. Is Susie? I thought it was Susie. Mm-hmm. No, Susie. I don't know. I call her Susie. Anyway, Susie will say, You can't afford it. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford that trip, don't go on it. Don't go. If you can't go on that trip and enjoy yourself, don't go on it. You can't afford it. And so don't go on a trip you know that you can't afford like you ain't paid your bills before you left <laughs> that rent do- is coming up right like don't ruin everybody else's fun because you're like ooh, how much is that mm, i don't know if i can do that mm, uh, ooh, we can't go to that restaurant Ooh, can we go to the dollar menu no ma'am right i'm on vacation and not I'm, pinching pennies. I'm not pinching these pennies i'm trying to live it all the way up and have fun. But still within your budget. Within means, because right. I'm a responsible adult. But some people have no budget. They, they, they <laughs> No, honestly, they book the flight, they book the accommodations, and then they have no money to spend when they get there. Right. I always do it like this. Flight and accommodations is going to be 50% of the costs. Uh, okay. Right? And then the other 50 is money I'm gonna, percent is money I'm going to spend when I get there. Okay. Right? It depends. Like, are you shopping? Well, I don't shop when I go on vacation. I always get something to bring back to put in my home because I like to collect uh, things for okay, my travels. Okay. But I don't really shop like that. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can see that. My main um, travel expense is going to be the food. Right. Because I like to eat. And eat and well. And eat well. And I like, like I said, I like to try the local flavors. And right. So I'm going to, you know, find the best restaurant. I'm going to go to that. But I'm just, if I know that, ooh, this $20 meal is going to make or break my trip, then, child, you just can't go. Right. Like, no, man. Like, and then... Because we've been on trips like that mm-hmm. where people have, like, kind of sabotaged. Because like, yeah. it's always the ones that never have money to spend that are controlling the course of the trip. And then yeah. everyone else feels bad. I don't feel bad. You know? You can sit at home with that dollar menu, but I'm going out. I'm going to have my fun. Right. And eat what I want. So my thing is, if you can't afford it, just don't come. I hear that. 
<laughs> Honestly. But you it's it's okay to say I can't afford it. Right. And then do something that's within your budget. Within your means. Like I would respect that more than you coming on this trip mm-hmm. and then you only got twenty dollars to spend. Right. And then also, like, you know, if something happens last minute, cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always, I always buy insurance on mm-hmm. my trips. You do? For the most part, unless I, I know it's something that I'm absolutely going to be yeah, doing. Yeah. But, like, you know, if it's a friend's trip, because you know you always have the friend's trip. It start off with 10 people. It only end up with three <laughs> with being there. three, yeah. But, again, that's why I have discussions about, mm-hmm. like, well, what does everyone want to do? And you form an itinerary. We got Google. You can see how much that restaurant's going to mm-hmm. cost. You can see how much this is going to cost. So mm-hmm. there's no surprises when you get there. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. All right, well, my next tip is don't do the most on the gram. Oh, my God. Well, what a lot of you end up thinking you're doing is the most is really just the, the least. least. Yeah. But, you know, I've talked about this before, and mm-hmm. I said what I said, and other things like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people go on travel, and they are tethered mm-hmm. to their phone. Yeah. And because they're not present, they're mm-hmm. not actually experiencing right. the place that they are. Mm-hmm. You spent a lot of money yeah. and you took your PTO to come mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And you're just trying to stunt for people on the ground. Mm-hmm. Why? All the time. You know, and I feel like it's just, it's tasteless. Yeah. And like you see people, and I get it, I, don't, I understand. I love resort wear. I have my fashions and my looks. <laughs> you want to show your fashions and your, and your looks. Uh-huh. Great. But I literally see some people go on vacation and all they're doing, the entire, like, their feed is posting 10, mm-hmm. 20 pictures a day, yeah, stories. No, no. I'm like, what are you even doing? Mm-hmm. It's just, it becomes kind of like, let me show off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what you're not even realizing is that you're robbing yourself yeah. of the opportunity mm-hmm. to really experience that place yeah. in its most authentic form yeah. with the people that you went there with. Right, right. And you think you're creating memories because you have this physical picture on mm-hmm. Instagram, but who's scrolling back and looking at that? Nobody. The memories are in the heart. Yeah. So that's kind of like um when we were just in Venice and like, you know, the canals, everybody wants their photo op on the like the gondola or mm-hmm. whatever. And so apparently like this one couple, they were taking what appeared to be in like engagement pictures. Mm-hmm. And so they have, you know, like all the bridges um, going like across the different canals and different alleys. And so a lot of them are parallel to each other. And so this, um, the couple, they were on this one um, like bridge and like it was early morning. Like they're trying to get like deliveries and Mm -hmm. stuff. And like people are like going to work and things. And so people kept crossing the bridge. So they were on one bridge and then the photographer was like on on the parallel bridge. And like the people were, you know, going about their daily lives on you know in venice and the girl she was just trying to stop people from going can we take this pig and you can tell they were american of course yeah and so like the guy the fiance he was just like not having it he was just like he didn't he looked like he didn't want to be there first of all Mm -hmm. and then the girl kept like trying to stop everyone but that goes back to knowing the customs and being respectful yeah and so then she like has a full-on meltdown on the bridge because she's like everyone's ruining my pictures no bitch they're trying to get to work Mm -hmm. they're trying Mm -hmm. to do what they do same thing I remember I was on Gran Via in Madrid Mm -hmm. and these two black girls like had these cute outfits first of all when you're traveling, it's a lot of walking. They got six inch stilettos on at nine right. o'clock in the morning, right. and they're wanting to stop traffic, no. or like they want—they're stopping people from coming up the metro stairs. Like, wh- yeah. who do you think you are? Yeah. Or you'll see people like girls on cobblestones, mm-hmm. or like in you know hiking areas mm-hmm. with the most um, ridiculous, ridiculous outfits. outfits. And I get you want to live your fantasy, no. but you're not a model, no. and it just looks silly. It looks stupid. 
You know, you so look so you know, think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a big big pet peeve of mine is using people as props. Again, when you're traveling to these um, ethnic places or mm-hmm. cultural places, and you might be, you know, in Chile, and there might be Incas or in Peru or wherever, mm-hmm. don't pose with the people yeah. with like your shirt off, mm-hmm. making you know like muscles, mm-hmm. or don't be trying to do your Victoria's uh, fashion runway shoot yeah. with people as props. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just really problematic and disrespectful, and mm-hmm. doesn't bode well for. Um, you and in mm-hmm. your nation because yeah. honestly you need to think about that passport that you're wielding an american passport's a powerful thing but like you said a lot of tourists a lot of people don't like americans when mm-hmm. they travel mm-hmm. my goal when i travel mm-hmm. is to appear non-american okay. as non-american as possible because mm-hmm. i've had bad experiences because i've been identified as american and really? people treat me bad but no, i think that in france oh, okay. um, but i feel like that is because of the reputation mm-hmm. Like when you are traveling, you are representing yourself and your country. Mm-hmm. So just be respectful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, don't be inconsiderate. And also, wait until you get back to post the Basically. pictures. That's my thing. Yeah. Don't be posting pictures the entire time you're mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Wait till you get back. Yeah. For example, when I came back from Cuba, mm-hmm. I gave y'all a photo series of the looks, the food, the sights. Mm-hmm. Like, not the man. Shady. Ooh, bitch. My bad. Uh, yeah. Like you know. I post, but I always post once mm-hmm. I get back. Yeah, my boyfriend was posting while we were there, mm-hmm. but it was cool. Like he was excited to like share the trip and like share us together. So mm-hmm. it was like it was cool. It was cute. The last don't I have is don't travel in groups. <laughs> well, some people love group travel. I don't. I don't either. Mm-mm. I mean, the only time I've done group travel was mm-hmm. with on two occasions, and it was a total of four people. And even that was a little bit That's irksome. Much, yeah. You know, like my boyfriend, he's going on a trip um, at the end of the summer with like, I think 20 people. And I was just Why? like, how? I, honestly, I would be annoyed. But again, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't seem appealing to me because it's there's not. no way you can get 20 people, 20 personalities on the same page, right. on the same time frame. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see how the housewives do. They can mm-hmm. never be on time for anything. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like group travel because, you know, I like to get up and go. And when you travel with a group, like you said, that last trip um, that uh, my friend Trina and I went on with, was with a group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and Trina, we'd get up at the crack of dawn, we grab some Starbucks and a croissant, and we are on the go. Mm-hmm. But when you travel with groups, sometimes, oh, well, let's get up at, you know, 9.30, and then this all wait until you know everyone's ready and dressed and showered and you know then let's go have a sit down breakfast and then let's go somewhere and it just takes up too much time it does. to get everyone because you have to decide where to go for breakfast and to decide where you want and it's just too much i don't like to do all of that mm-hmm. so i just like to get up we can talk about you know the itinerary the night before our plans you know you know like our one thing to see that day and then you know whatever mm-hmm. but trying to get and wrangle a group of people is too and, much. And then, and then debate about what folks want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, even for me, like, you know, I've done group travel, and I always take it very liberally. Mm-hmm. When I do group travel, I usually have an opening night dinner mm-hmm. and a closing night dinner. Okay. I think when we went for my birthday, we didn't have a closing night dinner because we had my birthday dinner. We had dinner, your birthday But dinner. we did have an opening night dinner. 
We did? We did. A la raclette. Oh, yeah, the fondue. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I made explicitly clear, mm-hmm. I have no expectation to see you at any other point on this trip except mm-hmm. for those two Events. dinners. Yeah. And I was cool with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But then people feel obligated. Like they have to go to everything or the group has to stay together the entire right. time. And no, you don't. No, we not don't. at all. Mm-mm. We're going here. Y'all can do whatever y'all want yep. to do. Find one other person mm-hmm. that you team up with yeah. that's on your way flying. Or go by yourself. Right. I think that when you travel with a group, everyone feels like they have to stick together. But you really don't. Right. We're all adults. All right, Maurice. Well, do you have any upcoming trips? I do have some. Okay. Yeah. Want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> so we will be going to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, next week. So we For have, Pride. Yeah, Toronto Pride is... Um, Going on the whole entire month, but their big uh, finale is is next weekend. Mm, the Pride Parade. Yeah, so the Pride Parade is coming. There's a lot of events going on throughout the next um, couple of weeks. We'll be there next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And we will be out and about. About. And enjoying yes. the local Toronto people. And flavors. Okay, get your yes. poutine. Get your, yes, poutine. <laughs> But yeah, we're excited to go to Toronto. Yeah. It's um it's both of our favorite places mm-hmm. to go and um to go for Pride is just awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have a great time. We'll be mm-hmm. there doing some categories things. Yeah, be sure to look for us yes. out in the city. So we're excited to go celebrate Pride with you. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for this week and our yeah. travel special. We'll be back with you next week with our regular show. Regular categories. Regular categories. I say what I say. Mm-hmm. Tens across the board. All of that. All of that that you're used to. But before we go, we want to give you guys some announcements on some upcoming events. Mm-hmm. Um, Maurice, do you want to make the announcement? Yes. So, big news for everyone. Category Is is going to be a part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Yes. It's so exciting. We are very um, humbled and blessed and grateful to be included in the lineup. All of those things. Yes. So you can catch us Saturday, July 20th at 6.30 p.m. And we will be hosting a live show. Yes. At the Tattooed Mom. Yes. That's at 5.30 South Street in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so mark your calendars. We're going to post everything on social media. We'll be sure to link everything. Yes. We're so grateful to the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Right. Especially as a Philly-grown podcast. Yeah. Yes. And to be a part of the Philly podcast community. Mm-hmm. So, yes, please come out. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Yeah, it will. All right. And you'll see more from us on our social media yeah, promoting stay that. To our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram, at Category is Pod. Like, rate, subscribe, and review, review yeah. our podcast, Category Is, on whatever platform you get podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Spotify. Stitcher and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And be sure to send us a listening letter, an email, a shout out, a recommendation, anything. Our email address is categoryispod at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for joining us for another show. We'll see you next week. We'll see you back next week.